When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk with seven one everything entertainment, everything. What's in your coffee? What do you like in your coffee? bourbon thank you i'm jace with lex don and kenny uh on the thursday june 11th i want to say thanks to chris reavers for making my morning he heard my compliment about him and his baseball costume oh did you get a picture already lex i got two and uh one of them is perhaps uh the hottest photo of chris reavers ever 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 Ever, uh, ever. Are you going to share oh, that wow. with us? Or? I may share it on okay. social media whether oh. he likes it or not. Uh, no, It's, it's just it's so a... irritating that that big dumbbell is so good looking. I know. It just, <laughs> just, oh. just makes all men angry. It's, it is. And, and, and I love him. And uh, it, Colin's fine. Uh, he's my get out. He's one of my get out of jail free cards. Oh, I mean, yes. oh. And I'm sure Jess would be all right with it, too. She just it's, wants him out of the house. It's so. funny. Uh, it's the same situation in my house. House. If I if I need to go that direction, I have permission. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just with Reavers. Yeah, why not? Oh, why not? Gosh. Oh, Reavers. So so Reavers, get ready. I'm sharing the one of you in the um in the uh the ball pit or the bull pit the bullpen or whatever it's called the waiting room in his costume the waiting <laughs> the waiting the waiting room the pitcher's waiting the room the pitcher's waiting room costume. in your costume <laughs> that one. He's backstage. Hold on a minute. Let me just stop the show. I'm going to share it right now. Oh, so here wow. we go. Uh, I'm waiting. Come on. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm tweeting it. But yeah, he's in the pitcher's waiting the, room. Oh, okay. So oh, it's not pornographic. He sends those to me later at night. But anyway. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah those... Um, okay, Not so let me let me send this here. Oh, and by the way, while I'm tweeting this uh, slash stalling while I'm typing, mm-hmm. let's say happy uh, thir- is it 13 or 18 years that Lori and 18. Julie 18, 18 years yes yeah. uh, for Ren and Stimpy over there uh, three to six. Lori and Julie have been on the air 18 years. How cool! Yes, congratulations. Congrats. I've always referred wow. to those two as whacked and stacked, and I like doing it in their presence because then they have an argument over uh, for Who's about. Who? 10 minutes yeah about uh, i want to be whacked i don't know i want to be stacked i don't want to be whacked and it's just so funny <laughs> does it change depending on the day who's yeah, d- for you yes exactly yeah. baseball costume is what i'm gonna do the hashtag baseball costume uh oh. okay here we go um there we go there we go okay guys i'm tweeting it out now uh and Hit. He's gonna kill me. It's it's a complimentary picture. There he is. Uh, you can oh, wait, find now it. We see all yeah, this go now. to Jason Matheson okay. on Twitter. Um, <laughs> he he just looks real good. There is something, ladies and and my fellow my fellow gay guys out there. Am I right? There is something about uh, a baseball see. costume that is just. 
I don't know what it is. Out of all the sport costumes, it's my favorite. There's just something, I don't know. There's it's the some, tight pants. Is it Lex? Is it that's so. what it is? Okay. Yeah. It's the whole it's, thing. It's usually crisp and white. You know, it's like, yeah, just like, I mean, unless after they've worn the bases and stuff too, there's that too. There's that too. That's yeah. very nice. But anyway. Oh, people. Are, I think it's is, the fit. It's the fit. Wow. He so, should take this as a compliment. This picture is racking up the likes quicker than if I posted a nude of like Brad Pitt or something. This is funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, the likes are just racking up here, but. What 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 are you gonna say, Kenny? What, it's funny every you know because he's a he, at least he was the manager of his team and every now and then uh, he'll get uh, all angry and upset and get in a big fight with the umpire <laughs> and we're all going Chris it's town ball dude it's town yeah ball. <laughs> Calm down, have beers after eight, so <laughs> yeah drink eight more beers everything will be fine buddy <laughs> or oh, during you're right <laughs> my, he's very passionate my you're, talk oh my goodness you're already at fifty Jason fifty likes it's, oh. It's Skyrocketing. People are loving the Reavers. We're getting really funny. <laughs> You've got mail. Jenna writes, that is a nice sporting costume. Uh, <laughs> hardly Lisa just writes, thank you. Uh, Katie just responds with one word, yum. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, watch out, Reavers. Oh, Penny writes, hot, hot. Yes. Oh, God, I'm loving it. He has a clipboard in his hand, so he looks serious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. He looks very, very. He's doing some stats. It yeah, looks he's not like. even so looking you, into the camera. You can't even see his, half his face. It's that's really fine. just uh, his hat down over yeah, his. We don't need to see that. Okay. No, that's fine. You can't even see his eyes. <laughs> but he does. He it's does. the costume. He does take it really seriously, though. He does love baseball. and he, uh, Yeah, he's very passionate. Yeah, I love it. We love you, Reavers. <laughs> yes. uh, 8 11 oh. is the time. Now, before Lex has a few good, nude sto- good nudes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Alexis is sending good some, nudes. some good nudes, everybody. Good nudes. Um, no, before Lex has some good news stories, we have some good news that just broke on Good Morning America uh, vis-a-vis uh, America's entertainer Garth Brooks. Say what? Yeah, Garth Brooks just made it. <laughs> I know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. He just made a really fun announcement with Robin Roberts. Listen to this. Okay, let me turn the volume up, Jason. That would help. That you would like to share this morning with everyone. Well, you know what? It's it's, it's really cool that people have all kind of in a time uh, where things have changed. People seem to change with it and come up with ideas. So we were approached. This guy, we have been approached a hundred times to go somewhere in a big field somewhere, and people come up in cars, and it just, it just the, you know, the logistics of it never seemed to work out. <laughs> this one guy came to me and said, "Hey, look, we can put 300, 400 drive-in theaters together if you will create a concert solely for the drive-ins. We can have families jump in the car, come out on Saturday night." And uh, it's pretty cool. They're going to run it just like a regular concert, but this is going to be all over North America, one night only. And uh, we are excited because this is a, this is a reason to get out of the house. But at the same time, you get to follow all the COVID rules from every individual state, and uh, you get to have fun and and stay within the guidelines of uh, of um, social distancing. But uh, we're- so Garth Brooks is going to do a concert broadcasted on drive-in movie theaters across America. Uh, this summer on one night only. 
I thought that was cool. That's a what an awesome idea. I think yeah. that he's not the first one huh. though, right? He's not. No, but I mean, good for him. <laughs> yeah, I like good for him for thinking he is. No, I just thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah. hey, but it'll certainly be the biggest, will it not? Uh, what you just witnessed know. was Dawn uh, pulling her leg up and tinkling on Garth Brooks's <laughs> rainbow. We now return to my talk one oh seven one. No, but no, if you're a Garth fan, uh, it's it's fun. And I didn't know there were three hundred drive-in theaters still around. So there's yeah, that. Keith Urban's oh, like, wow. uh, yeah, I did that two months ago. Yeah, <laughs> Lex, give me some, give us some good news, girl. All right. I have some good news. Uh, let's see here. So this is from Amy. So we did this earlier in the week. Of course, we do this a couple times a week. And she says, uh, we, we asked, hey, send us some good news, yeah. some local good news. And, and she did. And I, I saw this because this is my floral, my florist that I go to, Lexington Floral. Um, it's in Arden Hills. And um, she says that... Um, they took their entire stock of flowers down to the George Floyd Memorial uh, last week. Now, it gets bad before it gets good um, because... Um, <laughs> Thanks for warning us. Yeah, just, just warning. You know, it's kind of like the animal story here, but it does get better, I promise. Um, I guess that they were getting some threats to their business. Some people would be driving, would drive into their parking lot, yell at them um, for even participating. I mean, they donated <sighs> the flowers for people who wanted to, you know, to memorialize him and... You know, be be a part of it. Oh. Um, so they decided to board up their building, and they have invited the community to come and paint positive images and messages on their boards. Uh, which that's a that's good news. That is good news, right? Yes, yep. that is good. Uh, and then also too, I went to their Facebook page. They are, um, let's see here, they strength power and peace so what they're doing is they um, have some blue orchids that are back in stock this was their Monday's post um, and a hundred percent of the proceeds will be going to social justice organizations so oh, if you want to support fantastic. them um, and I love them during uh, Christmas time they have really great Christmas ornaments oh. so uh, uh, and my mom we been going there for many many years so uh, Lexington Floral in the Arden Hill Shoreview area um, another company drooling moose chocolates we've all had these chocolates love them they, I have them in my cabinet now yes oh they are so so good and they've been doing a lot during the pandemic to bring joy to people's lives um, so what they have been doing is 10% of their charitable chocolate fund um, they're setting up boxes of goodies um, to send to frontline workers, hospitals, yep. care facilities, mental health services. So uh, doing a wonderful job there. So you can support them as well. I know that they have a store. Um, it's by Al's Vacuum in yes, Bloomington. Yeah, and they and you can buy them in, in a lot of places, and they're they're really they're they're so kind. Every time uh, we do a, a, a biscuit tour, um, they believe in small businesses helping other small businesses, and they're always there to support. And they're just awesome. yeah, Lex, they're such good people at Drooling Moose. So and their their stuff is really good, girl. Oh just, my gosh, so yes, yeah. oh it is delicious. You'll make anyone's day when you bring them yep. um, some chocolates and little treats um, from Drooling Moose. Yeah. Another thing, too, last story that I've got today is there is an artist. His name is Rob. He has been on uh, YouTube offering free art lessons during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And he set the record for the largest online art lesson. He wanted about 10,000 people to sign up, but he ended up getting more than 45,000 people and kids, mostly, uh, to watch and draw with Rob. 
Isn't that cool? That is cool. It lasted about 30 minutes. And hey, this is a good resource for, for parents too yes, in the summer. Is. Your kids are like bouncing off do? the walls. Yeah. do Just search um, f- uh, yeah, for Draw with Rob. And he's got a lot of different free tutorials on how to draw. This was a, a drawing of a whale with a rainbow. A whale and a rainbow. Yes. If you have a great story like these, <laughs> uh, send them to us uh, vis-a-vis the show page. And uh, who knows? They can appear right here on Alexis's Good News segment. When we come back, she's good news all the time. Elizabeth Reese, next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk World Seven One. Everything entertainment. Everything, everything. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Uh, it is time to get caught up with the dirt. And we're going to see if we have Elizabeth Reese today. Elizabeth? Elizabeth? Hello. Oh, I can barely you hear, can her. hear her. A little she's, bit? she's in the background. I feel oh. like she's Carol Ann caught in the television. Oh. She's back there somewhere. Bueller? Maybe let me try to turn this dial. I that think I be- hear her. I, Elizabeth, say something. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe maybe she is like Caroline and she just, just disappeared. Pressing into the buttons. Do- Elizabeth? Elizabeth? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, she's saying she can hear us. Okay. But, yeah, she's somewhere oh, there. Oh, well, shoot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me try to dial her in on something else. Give us a story, Jason. Sure, Elizabeth I'll give you a story. Uh, every actor in the, basically every actor in the Harry Potter universe has spoken out against J.K. Rowling's controversial comments about the trans community. Um, we did a rather lengthy conversation about this in the 7 o'clock hour. I invite you to listen to that podcast a little bit later. Uh, but some of the people that have spoken out um, include Emma Watson herself. Emma wrote uh, yesterday. Around four, trans people are who they say they are and deserve to live their lives without being constantly questioned or told they aren't who they say they are. Uh, Bonnie Wright, who is another actor, writes, if Harry Potter was a source of love and belonging for you, that love is infinite and they're uh, and they're to take without judgment or question. Trans women are women. I see you and I love you. And Alexis brought us a story the day before yesterday. Uh, Harry himself, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, spoke in support of the trans community. Uh, my feeling is you're you're painting a dangerous broad brush, and again, this is this is such a nuanced conversation. Everyone, uh, that's why I'm going to direct you to a longer, um, uh, further explanation of this because this is too important to just do in the dirt alert. Uh, listen yeah. to our podcast from the second hour, and you can find out more about what J.K. originally said and what she said yesterday. And a four thousand. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thousand word essay, which as you well, see in the internet today, actually made things worse. Wouldn't you say, Lex, that's safe oh, to say? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. she it, did. It did uh, yeah, the generalizations in that, that you're just thinking, wow, there's um, something else going on there. Yeah. Uh, the co- and she does admit, you know, that she was sexually abused, too, or uh, assaulted. And so that also paints a lot of how she feels about things, too. So yep. she, there's other revelations in there, too. A lot of people are talking about HBO Max removing uh, Gone with the Wind temporarily until they could decide what to do. Are they going to put okay. like 
a I have uh, a question about they're this. Gonna put he, a... Yeah, go ahead, Kenny. Is this marketing? Is this clever marketing, Jason? No. I, I'm very cynical about this because I've watched this movie, oh, uh, at least a dozen times, including again yesterday. And uh, no. it it depicts life as it was. It's a really interesting film. Uh uh, it, it, and it was a real hard transition from the uh, book to to the script to the screen. Uh, they went through a number of directors. Uh, it was a nightmare to produce. Uh, Hattie McDonald, uh, who played Mammy, w- w- was the first black actress to win an Oscar. And uh, Selznick had to pull every string he could to get Hattie allowed in the auditorium yeah. to receive her Oscar. Yep. And it, it just seems to me that people should maybe study the film, the making of the film, a little more and, and study history in the United States. And, and it just seemed to me, cynical, crabby me, that this was just a little bit of marketing on their behalf to make them look wonderful. Here's and, a little... But I don't know. Here's a little bit of what Academy Award winner Whoopi Goldberg had to say about it on The View yesterday. What I can tell you is probably what you'll tell your child is what I tell my kids when we turn on uh, movies and it takes place in New York and there are no people of color. Yeah. Or it takes place, you know, anywhere and there are no people of color, no Asian people, no brown people, no nothing. You always have to say cartoons are the same way, by the way. These were shot at a different time when people didn't realize how bad it was not to have actual people who might live in the city moving around in the cities. I tried to make sure that I can explain to people that there's a whole history where people are not represented. Mm -hmm. And so we have to say, we're trying to do better now. Whoopi Goldberg. We got to take a break, everybody. More on these stories at mytalk1071.com and watch Elizabeth today at three on Twin Cities Live. Oh, it's not working. Uh, oh, I, I can't force that. Oh, oh, is I it, thought the break is at twenty seven. Twenty seven thirty. Oh, twenty seven thirty. Well, then, oh, then more Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my gosh, it's the lack of sleep. Here we go. But these were great movies. Oh, forget poor it. Whoopi. I, poor Whoopi. I cut her off because I thought it was at twenty seven. No, or... it's fine. Don't worry about it. No. It just they weren't as enlightened as we are now. That's how I handle everything. Yeah, and she was also talking about how you know if we start to get rid of Gone with the Wind, then she Whoopi said, then we also have to get rid of black exploitation films mm-hmm. uh, from the. 70s and uh, movies like that and she goes she seemed uncomfortable with the concept Uh, you can see this is not censoring it it's just giving context absolutely put a slate up at the beginning of the movie which is what they're gonna do they said that they're gonna reintroduce it at some point with a a, a whole conversation before it we'll be back now with miss shannon next Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Tina Fey. I want to go to there. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. <laughs> and everything, Alexis, check your Facebook Messenger. Uh, it is 832 on this Thursday, June 11th, 2020. Uh, we're so glad that you're here, and we're so glad that a dear friend of ours is joining us. Uh, please welcome. She doesn't really need an intro. She's like Cher and Kenny. She goes by one name. Shannon. Miss Shannon Miss joins Shannon. us. Hey, girl. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's right, Shannon. So. It is. It mm-hmm. is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And, of course, it's always a beautiful day to laugh. And right now, we do need some comedy through 
chaos. And can you tell us right. a little bit about what you're doing? When I started this Comedy Through the Chaos series, the idea was to be able to not only share you know humor with our audience, but also to be able to learn some lessons through some difficult subjects and to be yeah. able to talk about things that aren't always the funny in the moment, I guess is the way that we'll put it. And who would have thought that our world would have been so mired in all of that as it is right now when I picked that name for the series. And so we're doing a number, you know, throughout this first arc of the series, we were hitting on a number of things that I think really were impactful to our uh, to our listeners. So we've been talking about mental health and mental illness. We've been talking about addiction and recovery. And in the midst of doing those shows, we were we have everything that's going on with the civil unrest and, and everything that's going on after the, the killing of George Floyd. And so, of course, we tried to sit down and make sure that we did a bonus episode about that as well to answer some questions and give some perspective on it. And Miss Shannon, it's Dawn. Uh, congratulations yeah. on doing something that um, I think everybody needs right now. As far as yeah, na- navigating those tough topics, um, I loved the second episode on uh, mental health issues because mm-hmm. at first it's like, oh boy, you're going to dip into this. Is this going to be scary? But you brought up the fact that a lot of comedians have dealt with mental health issues, and how they deal with it is through laughing and bringing people joy through comedy. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how, I mean, we do have the ability to take some of these darker subjects and process them through our humor. And we get to the point of it being funny sooner than I think a lot of people do. And we also want to encourage people to be able to sharpen that particular skill because sometimes it makes it easier to talk about some of these commonalities and these things that, you know, would normally get stigmatized and make you want to go in a corner and hide these things when it's something that many people are going through and talking about it this way makes it more accessible. Miss Shannon joins us. Uh, Miss Shannon, you were with us in the week right after um, the killing of George Floyd, and we really uh, appreciated you being here to lend your voice uh, to the to the moment. Now that it's been a few weeks, I just want to ask you, because now we're in what I call the conversation part. A lot of hard right. conversations are happening, uncomfortable conversations, needed conversations, all of the above. Have you yourself, right. if you don't mind me asking, have you yourself, and I'll just be blunt about this because we're all friends and we can be, have you had to have some uncomfortable, blunt conversations with potentially some white friends of yours? Definitely, definitely. And some, 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 some counterparts and some coworkers and people who, when I mentioned things before, it really didn't resonate. Mm. And I, the thing that I'm most encouraged about is that I am starting to have those conversations when I was trying to start those conversations before and mm-hmm. that they would be pushed to the wayside. And so now that people are actually going, I hear you and I'm ready to listen. It, and that we're, you know, uh, we have short memories, you know, as human beings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're still, we have short memories. And so the fact that we are a few weeks out and people still seem engaged in having these discussions, I am very, 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 very happy to hear that and to have these conversations. Because as exhausting as it is to continue doing it, I mean, that's the only way we're going to get anything to be different than the status quo we had before is to have these conversations. And sometimes it's going to be one conversation at a time. Let's get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm glad that you put it that way because that's part of it is that when yeah. 
you know, I'm not trying to make people feel guilty, but Mm-mm. the reality is the fact that, that a lot of people were comfortable in the scenario that we exist in now and have existed in for some time is why that scenario has been so difficult to change because mm-hmm. people benefited from it. It made them comfortable. But not only did it make other people uncomfortable, it actually was costing other people their lives. And that's the reality. Right. And, you know, so it, you just saying, well, I will do whatever it is to maintain my comfort is actually a detriment to mass yeah. groups of marginalized communities. Real that, talk. Right. It's I, real talk. That's real. Yep. I have a question about your comedians that you have featured on on your um, show here. Do you go over yeah. the sets with them in advance or do they just present it? Because it's funny because of social distancing, you know, you have to do this in, in this little studio that you have set up and they're presenting right. it just to maybe you and one other person. That's uncomfortable, <laughs> isn't yeah, it? That's, talk about being uncomfortable. Do they? Do hey, they uh, God, let me tell you, man, you know what? We were so, I mean... We're doing it, and it's basically between, like, me and the other performers that are in the room, and my my video crew are the only ones that are there, like my producer and my camera folks. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that all of the, the folks that I've had on the show so far, we're all veteran comedians. We've done shows in <laughs> front of people. only, like, five people before, <laughs> and we yeah. used to go, this is going to suck. And now, because we've been so long since before, we, since we got to perform in front of actual people, yeah. that feels amazing. You're like, what well, <laughs> people? Three people? for me. <laughs> That's good. That's all I need. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and to answer the question I think you're getting at, Don, is that I am... Um, uh, I trust the performers that I booked for the show. Right. Um, usually there are people that I've either seen perform that particular set. And so usually the question that I ask them, I'm like, hey, I have this project. Here's what we're trying to get at. We want to not only talk about it and we want to not only showcase that we're funny, but we also want to be able to um, talk about some of these subject matters. So instead of doing what you would do if you were going to be on like a, a different national show where they go only do these jokes, yeah. I go, do whatever you want, but please include this as well, because ah. this is what we're getting at. And and giving them license to go, no, you know, in the in the, the third episode where we talked about addiction and recovery, mm-hmm. it was um, an opportunity for both, the, and they're both friends of mine who I know have told those stories before, mm-hmm. to sit down with me and talk about their recovery journeys, but also to focus on that material when a lot of times people would go, well, why are you going to tell those jokes? And those people, you know, those are those your funniest jokes? Are they this? They are very funny and they are real and mm-hmm. authentic. And those are the stories that we're focusing on. And that's what we're going to do going forward with the rest of the series. Because I was going to ask, Shannon, is it difficult? A broad question. Is it difficult to be funny in this time? But I would actually think for you, it's not. I would actually think you mm-hmm. gain you gain energy from 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 uh, from a time like this. You know, I do, and it is a matter of how do you spin it and finding a way to um, communicate things in a way that uh, encourages people to be part of the conversation. It doesn't, uh, you don't want to be, you know, I never want to be one of those people that is tone deaf or inappropriate or has that kind of joke where it's like, wait, too soon. And so it does require you to actually think a little broader and figure out what, you know, if you're trying to also, we'll call it edutainment. If you're going to edutain people, 
and, and you know, it, you know, entertain them, but also educate them on something. It takes a little more work, but we've had a great a series of performers, and that's what I want to do. Is I want my art to make the lives of other people better. And you know, I'm blessed that I, you know, I've been funny, and my friends think I'm funny, and you guys think I'm funny, and my audience thinks I'm funny. So I want to be able to use that. Well, we think you're all right. I mean, let's just, I mean, uh, we think you're all right. Yeah. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like me. Kitty likes me. That's fine. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> what I love about your show, too, what I love about your show, you can watch on YouTube, just search for a, a comedy through the chaos, is that, yeah, you have the set, they get up there, but then you actually, you, you spend some time with the comedians, mm-hmm. too, to get to know them yeah. a little bit more, too. So right. I, that, that, I think, is great. So to really be able to showcase a lot of local artists yep. too um right that's that, that must feel really good it does and you know it's it's been fantastic to actually go we're more than just punchlines per minute yeah um, we're fully formed human beings that are going through and reminding people too back to what you brought up a, a little earlier jason it is you know sometimes you know although we if we're all sitting around we're, we're throwing punchlines at each other and we are just organically funny but it also is we're actual human beings as well. And some days you're going there, you're going to go tell jokes, but it's a job. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're not feeling yeah. it. Who know what knew what happened to you that day, what you have going on at home, what you have going on in your regular life, but you still show up and you do the gig. Yep. Just like you do on radio. Some days, you know, you might not be feeling it or who knows what's going on with your kids and you still go up, well, but I'm here. Yeah. And I'm doing yeah. what I'm supposed to do and people are, are enjoying it. And this gives everybody a chance to kind of see what's behind the curtain a little bit and how we get to still being able to get up on stage. Yeah. And this bonus episode, I mean, it's, it, you know, it. I appreciate, too, that I started this series when I did because, you know, we are in a time right now where difficult conversations are being encouraged. Um, so to be able to share that and to be able to stop down and talk to expert on community trauma and get that information out in our bonus episode you know we already had the platform set up to do that kind of thing and that was very powerful you know i think that our take on it and my take on it was it's not coming at you heavy-handed it's coming at you like this is information that i really think that you should know and it's something that you can use what and that when you stop you know finish the episode you can actually go back and put this into play well and it's and i said to you off air and then uh you know this conversation continues actually i just realized shannon uh shannon appears on the jason show in about an hour she she's coming up at 10 (laughs) uh to talk more about uh the the bonus episode so shannon thank you for being on this show as well Thank you so much, everybody. Thank I appreciate you, you guys. And you're funny all the time, but don't, but you know, don't, don't you. let it get you. Don't let it get. Don't don't get all. Don't get all like you know. Don't take don't the compliment, Shannon. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate you. Bye, okay. sweetheart. We yeah, love you. Shannon. Before match your birthday party, I'll be there for you, Jason. Thank you, girl. Thank you, <laughs> Miss Shannon. Everybody. Uh, again, like I said, she's coming up. I just realized that. I, I we taped an interview yesterday. She's coming up today uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, we're going to take a break here. We'll wrap things up right after this. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, our remaining minutes on this Thursday, June 11th, 2020. Donna and Shirtless Steve coming up next. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley and Lori and Julia starting their 19th year. Uh, 
You sound like I you've just saw just something, like you see a bear or something. something. Yeah. No, I d- there are wild turkey. They're uh, going crazy out outside right now. But um, besides that, I remembered I have to watch Puppet Master today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure do there, Cupcake. I just, just dawned <laughs> on me. That, uh, oh. I'm already scared. It's not It's not scary. Worst it's funny. Review. You'll laugh a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, Phew. On Hill's right. make it's funny, too, if he hasn't seen it already. Yeah, I wonder if he, I haven't asked him if he's seen that yet, but it's just, are the turkeys right, plans today. Are there turkeys right outside <laughs> your door? Yeah. Yep. There's a whole gang of them now. I, oh. I feel like they're just growing exponentially. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, <laughs> be the first careful. They can one be dangerous. Yeah. Now there's like at least 12. Oh, my goodness. Just hanging out. Oh, well, don't go outside. Not that you yeah. have been, but don't go outside well, today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go out there, but my yeah. do- they drive my dogs crazy because, you know, they're in the yard and they yeah. want to attack. Attack or, yeah, at least scare them away. Yeah. Um, before we go, I, I mentioned this a couple of days ago, but we were up against the clock, similar to how we are right now. But with it being Pride Month, um, happy Pride. Uh, yes. With it being Pride Month, I just want to acknowledge for a minute longer than I did because she deserves it. Um, and this isn't this isn't maudlin, but I do uh, want to recognize a uh, a member of the LGBTQ community who meant a lot to me, who we recently lost, and that is um, Roxy Marquis, uh, oh, also yes. known as Wesley. Um, and Roxy Marquis was a legendary uh, drag performer here in the Twin Cities, and. The reason I'm spotlighting her, because there are so many members of the community that I could spotlight during Pride Month, but um, on a personal note, she just meant a lot to me. Um, I moved here right after I came flying out of the closet, uh, and and I mean that. Uh, I told Dar that I was um, um, the gay, and then I moved here. Um, so the Twin Cities is such a huge part of my coming out story, and Roxy Marquis is a, was a really interesting part of my coming out story because... And I read a Facebook post that mirrored my experience. Roxy was one of the first, well, she was the first drag queen that I met here in the Twin Cities and one of the first members of the community that I met uh, via a very funny thing. We were both on a chat line and uh, she kind of took me under her wing on one of my first days here and told me uh, where to go, where not to go, what bars to go to. And she was just very kind. And then every time I would see her and I eventually told her this story, um, when I would see her perform and I would go up to tip, uh, we always gave each other a knowing little wink and a nod. And she was so kind. And this isn't a, an uncommon experience with, with Wesley and with Roxy. She was kind to everyone. And when I think of Twin Cities gay culture as a guy now in his mid-40s, when I think about it, I think of Roxy. Um, Roxy defined it for me along with uh, Nina D'Angelo and the great CeCe Russell, who Lex and oh, I both love. Yes. Oh. I, when I think of the Twin Cities gay culture, um, I think of th- those individuals. Um, and uh, we, Roxy had a long, long, long battle with cancer. Oh. Um, and the, it, I can't believe, and I mean this as a compliment to her, I can't, it, it, cancer whipped her ass. And she fought and fought and fought. Uh, When others would give up, she kept going. And her posts on Facebook were always filled not not with sorrow or despair. They were always filled with hope, uh, with with courage. They were always filled with optimism. Even when cancer was looming over her large, um, she really inspired me um, to face adversity the way that she was facing adversity 
And I just want to say to her husband and uh, to Wesley's husband and to her friends and family who know her way better than I do, I want to send nothing but love and to let you know that 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 she made an impact on me. And uh, when I heard the news last week, it just really my my stomach kind of flipped because it really is the end of an era. That's an overused term. But for the LGBTQ plus community here in the Twin Cities, it's applicable. It's it's worthy. It's the end of an era because uh, she was it. Uh, Roxy, you're the best. Mm-hmm. And no one, no, one, no one does Madonna like you, girl. No oh, one does yeah. Madonna like you. So, yeah. That's the truth. I've, I, I didn't uh, meet her um, in person, but I definitely saw her perform many, many times. And you are right. I was going to say she can rock a Madonna. Yeah. She was just number. the best. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. It's a, uh, there's, there's a, f- the, the one shade of rainbow, one shade of color on the rainbow flags, a little, little dimmer, this pride, uh, because we don't have Roxy here. So, um, again, to her family, um, much love. That's going to do it for us today. It seems, uh, appropriate to say this. If you're being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's true. You be you. You do you. Yeah, have a great day. We love you so much. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away, it's a beautiful day.